0: You
1: ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's, let's do this.
0: Okay, cool. All right. Uh, welcome, everyone. This is Daniel interviewing a new guest. So uh,
1: why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? All right, yes. My name is Sunny. I am a performing MC coming out of Hayward, California. We are performing all over the Bay Area, and uh, we look to be going state to state next year, and then after that, international uh, if you want to connect, my name is Sunny S O N N Y dot S O U F. That's S O U F. Sending out unique frequencies. I'm um, on Instagram, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you get your music from.
0: Thanks, thanks for that. Letting everyone know right away. I think that's really important to kind of get your your name out there. And it's just one funny thing of like introducing. I've had to think about how I want to be, interceding a, a bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like uh, I guess some warm up questions, like. Um,
1: how were you introduced to your art form? Ah, that's um, that's a great question. I think now that I'm older, I can definitely, I'm mature enough to answer that question. I think when I was younger, uh, I started like writing a lot, like in high school, and uh, I graduated in '09, so I'm kind of dating myself here. <laughs> but um, that was like when the hyphy era was huge. So when I was writing stuff, it was just it wasn't really stuff that like I look back now and I'm like, oh man, that stuff was bomb. It was just kind of rewriting what I was listening to, but I found that writing lyrics just became cathartic for me because uh at that time I just didn't have like the best home life and I think that just gave me somewhere to kinda of put that energy. That was a big movement in the Bay Area.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And so like I feel like if you weren't influenced by it I don't know. Like,
1: I don't know how you couldn't be a little bit. That's yeah, I mean. yeah. <laughs> Especially with, like, LimeWire and everything. Yeah. It's just, who had the slaps every week? Yeah. Like, who had the slaps? <laughs> no.
0: Um. So, like, what would you say is your favorite art medium of creating? It can be, you know, writing, could be... Um, mm. Generating ideas could be creating instrumentals, could be like poetry, could be you know, it could be so much, I guess. Yeah. So, like, what would you find you like? What do you gravitate towards a lot more of the time?
1: I really enjoy like comic books, art, cartoon, anime. Uh, And I think it's just because, like, at heart, I wish I had the skill and talent to, like, kind of sit down and draw. I'll probably spend, like, an hour, hour and a half drawing something and then just kind of totally hate it at the end. (laughs) But uh, I don't know. It is just something always about, like, comic books and just kind of the way so much can be expressed. Something that might seem so simple, but it's so elegant and, and creative at the same time. So I don't know. I think as hip-hop continues to evolve there might be some room for some sort of hip-hop mm, yeah. crossover with comic books i think we've seen i've seen some before but i think we're really going to start to see a lot more of it especially with um with big reference to like mf doom because like his yeah, style that's true. was you know comic book rap and then i don't know it's just something i want i would want to see more of if i could be a part of that would be cool too but right uh as far as like me sitting down and doing it with my hands nah i don't i don't think i can yeah i
0: never think about that so much I have to and he did have like that comic book approach and i know like some of the other mad villain and um mm-hmm. like quasimodo had that like even like you could hear it narration or the parts of it it sounded yeah, like a. Yeah. it sounded like a comic book strip or these created these characters that were just like what the fuck you know <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like but it's cool enough to be yeah. like this is cool
1: oh yeah i gotta excuse that last statement sometimes I get excited and my brain misses the detail. But uh much love to Billy Blaze out in Hayward. He's bringing together comic art and hip-hop a great intersection example he uh, unveiled some artwork at hyro day in september with some art inspired by hieroglyphics and more recently he put together a this nation pop-up with some mac dre inspired art check him out at billy blaze 510 he has some great pieces blending marvel comic book covers with portraits of bay area legends like andre nicotina the Jacka, uh, r.i.p e40 too short mac dre r.i.p and uh, hieroglyphics so um
0: also have like any favorite products that you like like to record with or do you have a Mm. favorite pen do you have like um a specific software you like to use when you or do you like specific paper or like when you Mm. create something Mm. what's like how do you tool
1: it like your favorite tool like to to kind of generate it oh yeah yeah that's that's a very very distinct question that's that's a great question i think usually which is kind of like always reliable because it's always on me would be like my phone right so like yeah if i get a spur in the moment oh i gotta write this down or oh this this beat idea or this instrumental i want to hear what it sounds like on half the speed so let me pull out my notes on my phone, write Mm. that down or write Mm -hmm. down a couple of bars or rhymes or something. But I think like if I'm just going really sit down and plan some time to do some writing, it would be with just like my composition book, maybe a pen that I stole from work. uh, (laughs) (laughs) And just kind of just go from there. Okay, that's cool. I like that.
0: Like generating ideas... This digital and, like, analog kind of thing where it's, mm-hmm. like, you have the world at your hands. I don't want to say the world at your hands, but, like, a lot of information at your hands with yeah. a smart, f- smartphone these days. And yeah. then you have, like, the composition. It's, like, I mean, you only have so much
1: yeah. there. I think, though, the, my best work ends up being from... At some point, it gets onto paper. So, like, I think sometimes I'll just have so many miscellaneous notes in my phone. Ways to create a song would be like, oh, I have this beat, I have some lyrics here and there on different notes that kind of go together. So then maybe I'll get like a really small page or pages, and I'll write a couple of rhymes on each one, and then kind of just spread them out like oh, as if they're making a bigger picture. Yeah, yeah. And then kind of go, oh, th- you know, this kind of goes with this. This this doesn't tie in with this, but if I put them next to each other and come up with a rhyme to tie those in, then man, yeah. we got a verse. Let's oh, do this. Oh, that's you cool! Know I mean? Like yeah.
0: storyboarding of it. Like yeah, I just yeah. Go to like Oh, that's so cool. I didn't think about that. No, that that's a smart way to like it's a tool or like a way mm. to approach something. You can't just go buy that. Pro- I guess you could buy if someone created that product, they could. But like, yeah, it's not like yeah. it's like a pen like product. Like it's like oh, you buy it yeah. and then open it up and start using it like a different type of tool
1: to use. Maybe um, we could we could sell some we could just make like a big placemat. yeah like exactly no <laughs> that' cool there. yeah help him out um
0: yeah, do you listen to music
1: when you create music art yes, yes, so um if I really need to like get inspired, I'll listen to some instrumentals that my nephew makes uh shout out belafonte ninety seven uh he is too much younger than me, so we don't have like a huge age grap age gap for like an uncle to nephew ratio, but uh, it's cool because he makes a lot of instrumentals and sometimes I'll just be like, hey, have you made anything? Or he'll just send some stuff over randomly and then I'll just be like, all right, I'm gonna write to this right now. Or if we're both just chilling, he'll be like, hey, let's play some video games while I make some beats. Um, as far as like listening, like non-instrumentals, uh, I grew up with like a lot of 90s and 2000s hip hop So I'll listen to a lot of stuff from that era just to get inspired. But a lot of inspiration comes from, definitely from the Bay. So like Andre Nicotina, the Jacka, and then a lot from outside the Bay, like uh, Outkast, Nas, uh, Biggie, Tupac, of course. And then Back to the Bay, Hieroglyphics, a little bit of everything, just because I feel like to truly be hip-hop, hip-hop is something that's like, it's it's holistic, right? Like there's a lot. It's made from a lot of gen- genres. Try to be rooted in hip hop is always to have a lot of those genres available. No, I think you have those your disposal,
0: or not even, but those kind of in, uh, bring them into like creating your style. So yeah, sounds like there's some protesting going on yeah, out yeah. there. <laughs> I think they're
1: like uh, Kaiser's, like the union like the union or something cuz i heard them calling out some numbers and letters earlier Yeah, like they've been prote- they've
0: been protesting for a long time. Um But
1: that's cool though. There's going to be a lot of this podcast is fueled by power you know yeah I mean? exactly got, got the power from what they got going on
0: no i, I get that it's like that you can sense the energy which is yeah. is cool so yeah i guess i'll kind of move into the like second phase of outside the warm-up questions and you might have just talked about this a little bit before where does your inspiration stem from and maybe talked a little bit about your comic like reading comic books or mm-hmm. listening to music but but even before that do you start with generating something inspired from nature? Hmm. Do you hmm. walk around like the music store or do you like browse stuff? Do you like already hmm. use it something that's more like life based? That's like, hmm. yeah, uh, oh, this happened to me, so I have to write about that. I don't know, yeah, it, it yeah real, like yeah. a lot of things, but what is what does it sense to be sometimes?
1: I think, I think you touched it. Primarily on that last that last piece is because uh, a lot of my music is kind of it just comes from my life experience. Sometimes I think the best way to put it is that like when I as I've done music more and made it a priority and and taken it to different levels and making it something that's a part of me, I've been able to excel more with like relationships boundaries Mm -hmm. uh yeah my work life has like gotten better so i think it's just me honing this voice makes me just be better at everything else that i do and and that's not something that i expected i guess it's just kind of like when you make time for yourself you 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 see yourself grow and so a lot of the the music that i'm making just comes from more recently, it's capture and document that growth because it's a lot of this stuff is like new to me. Like I never knew that I never knew that I could make money from these raps that I was just doing as a kid. And it's not even like oh I'm making hella money and stuff. In this day and age, to live in the Bay, you gotta have multiple hustles or you're, you're just not gonna <laughs> yeah. cut it. I, I get inspired by just kind of like my life and. Uh, some stuff hasn't always been the best, but I know it hasn't been the worst. The best way to keep me kind of in line and provide that sense of, like, cathartic experience would be to just to keep writing and recording, because the best way to put it is, like, it keeps me from punching walls, is kind of like what I'll say. Yeah. Just
0: hearing the experience, living in the Bay Area at this time has been... And that's kind of why I also want to think about this podcast. Like, if it's... There's a range of things happening, from, mm. like... It depends where you are in the bay too. But yeah there's there's some things that are very calm and to there's some extent, but also just hearing like it's almost like the protest was here for like <laughs> like it's just like you, you have to have multiple hustles because the bay is like I was here talking to my friend is not going to look out for you like yeah, you have yeah, to be yeah. like what is going what do I have to do survive a bit mm-hmm. and then also allow me to be content with myself yeah, I'll ask next question, which is um do you have any techniques to starting a new art piece? For example, like I'll sketch out things in my uh, sketchbook or scrap paper, kind of generate some quick ideas. Usually in like maybe some of the notebooks I showed you before, mm-hmm. little small things, and yeah. then I'm like, oh, I like that. Where I'm going with it, and then I'll like continue and kind of build mm-hmm. on it. Techniques?
1: Do you do? Do you have any techniques when you start or not? What we started doing more recently would be you know, come across the instrumental that my nephew Donovan had made, Belafonte 97. Uh So we'll, we'll go over like some instrumentals. We'll just be freestyling over them, you know, a bar or two where like someone was like, ooh, or like, yeah, that's the one. Then we, you know, isolate that one and then build off of it. So that's like one way. Another way would it comes mm-hmm. in reverse. Like, oh, I was just writing this the other day. I don't have a beat for it. But uh, let me hear some beats and then maybe I can adjust it to one of those. So there's been a couple of songs where where me and Balafante, we were just kind of like in the same room and he's given me a beat a week ago. And I was like, yeah, this is the verse I wrote to that. And I'll spit it for him. And then he'll be like, oh, hold on. And then he'll get, he'll bring out this whole other new beat and like, nah, this is better for it. And I was like, <laughs> wait, what? And then so like we'll kind of oh, change it up right there. Oh, that's cool. But it's, it's cool having that like producer instrumentalist interaction because all it does is i mean not all it does but in essence it adds this extra perspective to where we can take something that like i thought was cool and then but actually turn it into something that's like unique and just kind of just jaw-dropping
0: yeah no i can see that because like if you start with one just say you start at a Mm -hmm. and then you're going over and then you're like oh i found this other thing that could work maybe it's a revision one or b maybe it's completely different yeah, yeah and you put that impose it on the other type. it's going to like change the direction of it yeah yeah yeah. or the influence and then it becomes c or whatever that mm-hmm, is so it's mm-hmm. like well i would have never got from there if i just stayed with a right But right. introducing b allowed me to like create something and now we're up here where it's like something different yeah yeah than it was i guess i have another question so like Do you learn new methods for creating art? How do you learn about methods? Do you, like, research? Do you just, like, experiment a lot? Mm -hmm. If you're coming up with something new in your art form, how do you get introduced to those? Do you, like, Google, like, for example, like, all for art pieces, for different things for graphics. Like, sometimes I'll just go to Blick and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to buy this on sale. I don't know what the hell it does. Um, Or even sometimes at the grocery store, I'm like, I'm going to buy this, like, fruit I never buy but then Mm -hmm. I'm gonna look it up and research it and that's more intuitive and like in a different like intuition like is telling me to do that Mm -hmm. but other times I'm like all right I know like I want this specific look I need to research like how I'm gonna Mm -hmm. get that so that's how I do it in mind but like so for you if you have a very specific sound or I don't know something or maybe it's not
1: and you're just like Mm -hmm. figuring that out what do you how would you how do you go about that this comes in handy like if I get like really big like writer's block, pick a song that I like really really liked like growing up, or like one that is just like universally hip hop to its core uh the best example I can think of is uh the gorillas from their first album Clint Eastwood, where <laughs> yeah. Dal the funky homo sapien was yeah. the m c and you know, he yeah. just comes out, that whole album was just fire. But yeah. I remember being maybe 10, 11, seeing the video on MTV and just kind of just being, being blown away by like the animation style. But then also, I don't even think at that age I understood what hip hop was as a culture and all the best ways it could be represented. But when I heard like Dal the Funko, H- Funky Homo Sapiens spit this, you know, now 20 years later with YouTube and everything and how everything's so accessible and in interviews, uh, I, I had writer's block one time, thought about this really good song, Clint Eastwood. Oh, I wonder how that like came to be so I can get some inspiration oh, from okay. it. And yeah. it was crazy just watching the interview because he was just like, man, I was recording for some other album and Dan the Automator was like, hey, I want to hear you spit on this. And he was like, oh man, I thought you were going to drive me home now. And <laughs> They ended up putting this together and then now this song is just, there's no going back. You know what I mean? There's, right. It's just phenomenal to kind of see how the spontaneity just makes these things turn into something that was just an idea into something that's just global now
0: yeah that's like a a different approach and method I get I do some of that too a little bit with like looking at different artists on YouTube Mm -hmm. and I'm like what's your process like how do you do that and it's like oh that's how you approach that method or that Mm -hmm. challenge I I wouldn't say like challenge or problem but it's like seeing their thought process and Mm -hmm. how they create something and Looking at selected works to be like I you don't know maybe in this case it's like the is what it's like all right how did they do that like I yeah, want to know yeah. that and like they create that okay well there's a I I think we're heading to our last bit of section if you want to put it of the of the interview on these and this is like exploring like new ideas and can or continuing so will you continue to create and master the technique of mm-hmm. what you're kind of you're pursuing now. Or are you gonna jump into something unknown, like a void, and learn like new art techniques mm-hmm. and ex- to express yourself? That was a good time in my life to do this. Yeah. Now I'm gonna be a painter. Now I'm gonna yeah. be a sculptor. Like, yeah. do you feel like that? Or are you just gonna be like, I'm gonna continue
1: in the, what I've been doing? I think I think that is a very timely question because I was actually talking about this like a few days ago. For me, I I love hip hop. I love the elements of it. I love how it brings people together. I love how it brings different perspectives that either they're changing minds or they're just blowing your mind away. Honestly, I think that for me as a performing MC, I see myself being on stage probably for like another five, seven years. Uh, One thing that I noticed is like it's hard from a lot of examples that I've seen. It's a little difficult to age gracefully in hip hop. Mm. Uh, Sometimes Mm. like you'll see somebody who is like a legend and then they're putting stuff out changing their whole demographic because that all changes right as yeah. hip-hop ages as well but then there's some people who just do it non-stop and are just great at it all the time like Nas uh, who's continually putting new music out or like Uh, inspect a deck from like Wu-Tang and they're not like watering down and they're just keep going but for a lot of I guess it just makes me think of what is the longevity in hip-hop like what Mm. is the expected time for an artist to continually record and and perform and I think I just started capping myself at like okay I want to do this maybe five seven years I don't want to be too old I guess if (laughs) if that means a thing but I I, I always want to be rooted in hip-hop for me this is just my first year performing and it looks like we're just going to keep going because We're getting a lot of good feedback and a lot of opportunities that are coming with it. I think in a few years, I want to own a label so I can be a platform for other artists who want to develop and just kind of hone their skills and also grow because there's a lot of talent in the Bay. And the more that you put yourself out there, you see that there's a lot of community too. Whereas just if people know that you are respecting the craft, they feel it and they want to be a part of it and they want to help you. I want to own a label in a few years, be that platform. When I'm done performing, recording as an artist, five, seven years from now maybe, I want to I wanna learn how to be a DJ. Like I wanna yeah. I wanna stay in the elements. I've maybe that would be part of my DJ persona. Like, oh yeah, that's Sonny, he's a DJ now. He used to be a bomb ass rapper. Like, yeah, let's go check him out. So it's time to end the chapters on being a performing MC. You know, maybe still come out for anniversaries and stuff like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Special occasions. Um, I think I really wanted to I really want to be a DJ. Later, yeah
0: yeah that seems very well executed like thought out what you were Mm -hmm. saying like maybe talking about it specifically about being this is the areas i'm targeting a record label Mm -hmm. the dj still allowing myself to tap right back into that creative space if i need to which I think is like a very sustainable way to go about it. They're not so different, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. It's not like, like oh, I'm gonna go be like somebody who paints like off of mm-hmm, a skyscraper or something. I don't know something yeah, like yeah. A, like drastic or ceramic or whatever it may be. Ask questions like, "Are you excited for any upcoming art pieces or pieces that you've been working on?"
1: Oh wow, yeah, wow. This is a great question. Uh, at the time of this interview which is September 4th. I actually have a show tomorrow at oh, cool. Slate Bar and SF. That's in the Mission District. I think right off Mission Street. So tomorrow, so Tuesday, September 5th, that's going down at 8 o'clock. Uh, it was cool. This, this artist from, I think, from SoCal hit me up, saw one of my videos and was like, hey, I'm doing a show. I'm looking for some more performing artists to kind of fill up the lineup. And so it just kind of organically went from there. So I'm excited for that happening tomorrow. Uh, the homie... Erica, she has a, she's putting together a reoccurring event in Hayward, where it's just a bunch of vendors, uh, good times, it's a bunch of musical artists. Uh, They have their first event yesterday, 9-3, and they have another one September 17th. And then it's going to keep recurring, I think, once a month through the end of the year. So that's going to be fun. Uh, It it just gets exciting when you're invited to places to do your art. Where when I first started, it's kind of like, there's levels to it. It's like, okay, you go to open mics, you go ahead and do your thing, you mess up. But hey, you know, they probably don't really know you yet. So it's all right. Then you keep going, your skills (laughs) get better. And then in the audience invites you to do something at their thing. Or the open mic hosts are like, oh, we need you to come back because, you know, we loved it. And then... Kind of just opportunities start to spiral from there. So those are some events that I'm excited about for this month. Uh, This month is actually really, really fun because uh, we have this interview here today. I have two shows lined up for this month. Might get one more. But I also have another interview, I think, through like a Zoom podcast next week as well. Oh, so, okay. So it's kind of, yeah,
0: it's a, yeah. Lot of, a lot of energy coming It's coming, coming through, on. man. It's just like there's more coming out. So there is a lot of excitement there. Yeah,
1: yeah. A lot of things that are upcoming. I, I do have one more, but I don't know if I should scrap the idea or... So like my first kind of real release of music came out in november of last year okay so november of this year would be the one year anniversary uh of entendre is what we called it There's side a and side b there's a couple of songs that could be performed live with like a bass guitarist and a drummer so i was hoping for the one year anniversary to maybe we do those four or five songs you know it's already september i haven't really locked in the the location or the drummer or the uh, guitarist. I, I have people in mind that would be really cool if we could <laughs> get that executed in the next, I don't know, five weeks to have it happen in November. If yeah. not, then maybe we could do the two year anniversary, yeah. something that special. I've been seeing a lot of acoustic performers, and especially with some mm, of them being, yeah, yeah. you know, a hip hop MC at the front of it. And it's just, it's a whole different feeling.
0: In some ways, it it can be this great production or it can just be like, hey, why don't we just plug in our amp or acoustics and just like have a thing here? It doesn't have to be a stage or this, like whatever it needs to be at that moment, whatever is staying true to like what you want that to be broadcasted at. Yeah, yeah. And like kind of wrapping
1: this up, how can people find you and see your work? Yeah, yeah. So um, we're on all music platforms, Apple Music, Spotify. I think even like some of the other ones, Tidal. We put our music out through DistroKid for now, so it's kind of just, it wraps up all those streamings, Amazon Music, uh, it'll be under the, my artist name, Sonny, S-O-N-N-Y, dot S-O-U-F. Uh, Sonny is my birth name, and that's also my stage name, but there's so many Sunnies out <laughs> on like the internet catalog, so it's hard to have it just be that, so I decided to do dot S-O-U-F, and that S-O-U-F is sending out unique frequencies which is going to be that label that will be up and coming in maybe about a year or two. So uh, if you want to connect, it's S O N N Y dot S O U F. I'm also on Instagram under the same name, and I think YouTube and maybe even TikTok. I'm I'm a little bit older, oh, wow. so my my TikTok <laughs> game isn't isn't up there. But uh, you know, with with social media, I uh, I like making music. I like doing hip hop, so. Uh, if you're looking for someone to kind of do the little trends and viral stuff, I'm sorry, that's that's not going to be me. There's, <laughs> there's time and space for it, but that's that's not my time and space. But yeah. uh, if you want to see some live performances, I have plenty of those up. We have some brainstorming videos. We have some lyrics, maybe a couple freestyle sessions. Oh, shout out to uh, Jay Khan and uh, Lyrical Eye mace the table list and um dj kuzco's poison this new dude i met and he was the beat selector for the cypher we had last week out in santa cruz shout out to the homie jacob dale oakland and uh, gabe the sage for coming through yeah yeah it's just it was just an exciting time more of a shout out like definitely wolfpack studios who really like, yes, helped yes. us
0: introduce us um and that was funny I was talking to because i was talking to gabe the sage initially oh yeah yeah, and yeah, then yeah. He was like hey you gotta just meet my my friend Sonny and then we started talking I was like oh well you know we should do a podcast you are you open to interview and that kind of worked out yeah, so definitely yeah. check out Wolfpack Studios they are doing something really unique in Oakland all right well uh thank you I really appreciate you coming through and yeah. being on this podcast
1: oh yeah I'm happy to be here thanks for inviting me